good morning, or shall I say, good afternoon, because it's almost noontime, um, and welcome to Single Girl Woes. It's been a minute, um, I swear I keep thinking I have a rhythm and then I get off track, but trust me, I am trying to get better, but coming at you today with a midday car episode, uh, I took a few days off, my young adult is home from college on spring break, so... Um, I've been working like crazy, so decided to take a few days off just to kind of hang out with him. Probably going to be doing an episode crying how broke I am because um, I'm sure he's going to break my pockets, but he's my one and only, and he's an amazing kid um, for the most part. I haven't had any major um, problems with him that some parents have with their kids, so I don't mind fooling him at all. Um, per usual, um, with me being in the car, I'm going to apologize in advance for um, the noise that you hear around me, such as my keys dangling or, um, you know, just the sound of being in the car. So I probably sound like I'm, like, in an empty hallway um, or the passing trucks and stuff that um, speed by because I am going to get on the interstate. Um, and I do apologize in advance if you do hear me blurt out um, a few choice words because sometimes I can tend to have a little bit of road rage. But I wanted to get on here today um, because I saw this meme this morning, and, oh, my God, it spoke to my soul. Um, I can't pull it up right now because I am driving, and I am going to do the responsible thing and try not to be fumbling through my phone while driving, and yet recording this um, episode, and I think it's probably enough of me running my mouth and getting so caught up in my thoughts that I probably shouldn't be um, trying to find a meme on my phone, but it says something to the standpoint of um, everyone comes with baggage, but it takes a real person that's willing to deal with you through the baggage and help you unpack and kind of deal with it. Um, that's like my, <laughs> that's my interpretation of it, but it was something to that effect about, you know, everyone comes with baggage, but it takes a real person to come into your life and be willing to help you unpack. And I feel like that's where I'm at, you know, I've come on here a few times before and have shared that, you know, my friends say that I'm too much of my thoughts or I am you know, overthinking the whole single thing. And I've had friends that told me, like, you know, oh, my God, you've been single too long. If it was me, I would have been and found somebody else by now and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, the saying that older people say, you know, the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody. But I guess for me it's different because I'm not trying to get over um, the person. Um, I've accepted the situation. Some days are good, some days are bad. And I felt like a lot of those kind of, cliches and, you know, kind of timetables, it's different when you're coming out of a marriage versus just like a ordinary relationship with, you know, your average Joe Schmo. But at any rate, like that means though kind of spoke to me because um, I remember in one of my sessions with my therapist when I was first kind of um, diving into, you know, my marriage, you know, ending, I looked at and we talked about, you know, my past, about past relationships. And I have to say, I'm not going to say that I have a lot 
traumatized. I guess that that's okay. I guess that's right to say. I'm emotionally traumatized when it comes to relationships. Now, don't get me wrong, but I thought I'm not perfect. Like, I am bitchy. I have mood swings. My zodiac sign is a cancer. You know, I'm very stubborn. I'm very outspoken. Um, and sometimes I just react. I've gotten better. Um, but sometimes I just react. Like, you know, I just I just fire off. And then in hindsight, it's like, oh, maybe I should have took you. Know, and, I, and like I said, I think I said before, um, or if I haven't, I'm saying it now. I've gotten a lot better at taking those few extra seconds and not just firing off. Or if I feel like something is so heated and I'm going to respond and lash out out of anger, I've gotten better at saying, you know what, let me let me have a minute to just kind of collect my thoughts or whatever. But um, I feel like I'm emotionally traumatized when it comes to, to like, relationships. And I think that's why, like, I am hesitant and somewhat afraid to, you know, put myself out there to some degree. Um, I haven't had a lot of fierce relationships in my life. Um, I've enjoyed life up until this point, and I continue, I plan to continue to enjoy it um, past this point. But, um, you know, I've had situations where I've, like, dated somebody exclusively, but we never put a title on it. But as far as relationships with titles, I've only really had, honestly, I would say two, three, four, five. I would say five. And I'm I'm not even counting the high school because that, to me, does not count because you're still learning yourself and all of that kind of stuff. But even if we had to include high school, I would say you could add another three to that. I'm still under 10, and I'll be 40 in a few months or whatever as far as fierce relationships I've had in my life. Um, but, I mean, as far as adult relationships, I would say I've had five. Um, one we're still we still kind of keep in contact, and it's, you know, but I'm more in control of the situation now. But with him, it was like this emotional roller coaster thing. He's very, um, very aggressive, and like two aggressive people, it just does not work um, or whatever. And, you know, the reason that things between us never work is because, you know, he's used to women being a certain way and catering towards him. And I don't mind catering, but at the end of the day, like, you're not going to just do what you want to do and then just want me to be, you know, boxed in. Like, you know, I'm a very open-minded, I'm a very open-spirited person, and I'm not going to allow you to box me in or make me feel guilty for, you know, living the life that I have lived and the life that I want to live, you know, even now and beyond or whatever because of your insecurity. Um. But I felt like, you know, in dealing with him, I'm glad that I am a strong person because if not, oh, my God, like sometimes the arguments that we've got into, I've been like, if I was a weak-minded person, oh, my God, it would have just crushed my self-esteem or whatever. Um, and I think that that relationship has taught me to be even stronger and stand up for myself and, you know, stand up for the fact that, there shouldn't be any gender biases, like, you know, not saying that females should do everything that men should do, but don't bash me for being open about my sexuality, open about things that, you know, I want, I want to experiment, things that I have experimented in life. Don't bash me because, one, you haven't been brave enough, even though you put on the front to be brave enough, but you haven't been brave enough to do it, or you're just so close-minded that you feel like, oh, women shouldn't do that. But who says a man should be able to do it? You know, like I'm not the I'm not female. Like don't come to me and ask me for a threesome with me and another female 
or whatever, because I'm going to flip it back around, like, oh, can I have you and another guy? And I'm going to be dead ass serious. You know, that's just me. Like, I don't see or I don't buy into that gender biasness. Like, no, don't ask me for anything that you aren't going to be able to receive when if I flip it, you know what I'm saying, and ask the same of you. So, you know, that was that relationship. Then I had a relationship with a female, um, and the very, well, the very first female that I had a relationship with, with her, I mean, we're like, and we're like really, that's like my best Judy um, now. But I think with that relationship, we both were young. So I'm not, you know, we were both very young um, in that situation. But, you know, we were able, as we got older, to really, really um, respect each other. We have an amazing person. Like, that's one of my closest, closest, you know what I'm saying, friends. Like, that's my friend that I know that if I needed money to go towards my rent or my car note, she would have me. That's my friend that if I, if I was to get taken off this earth today, she would step right in there with my parents and my brother to continue to take care of my child. Like, she loves my son. Like, he is her own. Like, that's her baby. You can't say of her that's not her. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Her baby. Like, he's a, he's one of her. He's, she's one of his godmothers. Um, but, yeah, so, like, we have a really good friendship, and I felt like, you know, we were so young when we were in our relationship or whatever, and we were just going through the motions and trying to be 20-somethings and, you know what I'm saying, and just live life. But the lesson learned in that was I learned communication, but I also learned forgiveness. And, like I said, out of it, I have an amazing friendship. I've also learned more. She's encouraged me to stand up for myself. She's always encouraged me to, you know what I'm saying, not allow anyone to define me, and she loves me, like, because of who I am. So, you know, I really value that in her. Then I had another relationship with a female, and that relationship started off, like, so crazy. That, I'm sorry, it's like a loud truck off the past by me. Um, that relationship, you know, it, it, it started off on some crazy. Um, she was suicidal. Um, and going through some things and whatnot, and the nurturing side of me just kind of jumped in and, you know, took her into my home, and from there, a relationship established. Um, she was younger than me. She's the first person, pretty much the only person that I've ever dealt with that it was that big of an age gap. I was seven years older, um, but I felt like I was more of the mother figure, um, and it was a lot of immaturity on her end, um, a lot of insecurity. And, you know, when we broke up, it was bad. It was a very public, um, a public breakup. Um, when we broke up, you know, she bashed, she tried to bash me um, on stuff that, you know, even to this day, like, she know was untrue and everything. But, again, maturity, that's where it really showed, like, the maturity level was, like, different between she and I. But, like, she, like, really tried to emotionally break me down and, you know, make me out to be, like, this really, really bad person. Um, tried to play the victim. Like, I was, like, emotionally abusive and um, not caring enough and all of that. So, you know, I was, you know, automatically stamped and deemed the bad person. Then I had another relationship with um, a guy and. You know, it was one of those things that, I mean, a few friends knew that we dealt with each other, but, like, I never really, and that was only, like, the friends. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, there there weren't a lot of people that knew about that relationship with 
between he and I, other than, like, the small group of people that I hung out with at that time. Um, never really had him interact with my son. Um, but, and we, oh, communication was horrible in that relationship. Like, neither one of us communicated with each other. But, you know, that relationship allowed me to explore a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of different things. And for that, I have no regrets at all. Um, it really allowed me to, you know, like, learn a lot about me, about my sexuality, about, um, you know, he just was very, I would say that he was, like, very open-minded to, like, a lot of things that I was interested in in that period of time in my early to mid, well, like, my mid, my mid to late 20s, rather. Um, you know, so I appreciate having that option of somebody that was open enough and didn't judge me because of that. And we're still pretty cordial to this day. And then, um, you know, then there's the relationship that I just got out of um, as far as my marriage. And, you know, was that, like, at the end of the day, like I said before, you know, we went into this knowing that we were total opposites. And I feel like with that, I do feel like I was neglected when it came to, like, the emotional part that comes with marriage. It, it just really wasn't what I thought marriage, you know, would. So, you know, as it relates to the meme, I just feel like there were things that I appreciate and things that I missed out of all those things. Like, I still haven't had that true relationship that I aspire to have. Like, for me, I still have yet to find somebody that I can get into a relationship with that, you know, really embraces all of me. And I feel like because I don't, I feel like I just have, like, some emotional baggage that I'm holding on to because I've yet to experience those parts of a relationship. Like, you know, I want the, you know what I'm saying, couple trip. I want us to have, like, another couple that we can double stay with and go on trips with or, you know, come over to the house for dinner with. Um, I want the mate that, you know, not only can I travel solo or with my friends, but we can travel together. We can travel with our kids because I can't have any more kids. I don't want any more kids. So we would have to definitely have a blended family with my son and their kids if they have kids. Um, but just somebody that I can just, you know, be me with. So I said that that when I saw that meme, it just really made me think, like, you know, what type, what do I want in a relationship? And I really felt like it made me put some thought into it. You know, I've never dated my type, so to speak, and that could be one of my relationships have that work. Um, but it's like I don't know, I don't know. And I and I feel like I have a fight when it comes to like physical appearance. Like I love, 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 love a man that's tall, a man that's dark, a man that's well groomed, a man that can dress, that smells good, that has a pretty smile, that has well kept hands, that manscapes and doesn't feel like it makes him less manly because he shaves and Rolls his, you know, private parts and his chest and his underarms. I don't expect him to shave his legs, but, you know, at least shake your chest and your underarms and your pubes. But, um, yeah, like, you know, he loves music. He loves the art. You know, he's fine with just being in the house and Netflix and chill. He doesn't mind, you know what I'm saying, being affectionate and showing affection affection and emotion towards me. Like, that's the type of man that I want. I want that type of man, and I want our relationship to be one where we 
we can just be us. You know, like I said, we can be in a house and be goofy together and play games and just laugh without the fear of being judged or is he going to think this is whack because, you know, I want to play Uno and just have a game, where, a day where we're playing like Jenga, you know, or is he going to be cool if, you know, I just want to take a stroll to the bookstore and we both pick up a book, um, you know, and have nights where we just have wine and read, you know, or read the same book and then come together and have conversations, um, about it or whatever, like, that's the type of relationship that I want, you know, I I don't want somebody where I'm going to have to be fourth and fifth or third on the totem pole of, you know, priorities, you know, I'm not perfect, I have, like I said, I have full swings, but I want somebody to be able to, you know, instead of using that against me, because I'm having one of my moves where I just kind of need to be by myself, they embrace that, they respect that, they don't you know what I'm saying? Oh, you're being, you know what I'm saying? You're being funny acting today, or I'm going to give you your face, and then face turns into, you know, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks of not speaking to each other. I want somebody that's not going to judge me if I say, hey, babe, I think I want to go to this new resort. You know, how about we go there for vacation? You know, I don't want them to think, like, oh, well, you want to go just because you want to do this, this, that, and the third. Why can't I just go for the enjoyment of wanting to be naked? You know what I'm saying? Or if I say, hey, babe, you know what? I've never been to Disney World. Well, let's go. I don't get on rides, so, but let's just go and have a fun day where we take pictures with the characters and they don't be like, damn, you immature. You want to go to Disney with no kids? You know, I just want somebody where I can just be unapologetically me. That's it. Unapologetically me. And, you know, like I said, with slowly putting myself out there, you know, I've come across some guys that were attractive, and I'm like, okay, like, to some point, like, I've, like, like, we will look really good together. But there's always some BS that comes along with it. So, you know, I don't feel like I want to rush it. You know, I, uh, like I said, singleness has its good and its bad things about it. And I'm trying to enjoy and embrace the, the good things and continue to remain positive about it and not let it define me and stuff like that. But I would be remiss in being doing myself a disservice if I said that I didn't want another relationship. Like, I live for a relationship. Like, I love companionship. I love love. I love that old school love. Like, date me, support me, and once you get me, don't stop. That's the one thing that to this day I feel, I feel like I feel kind of poor, and it gets me so angry when I think about my, um, my ex-husband, like, you know, in the beginning of our relationship, we did dinner dates, we did movie dates, we did days where if we didn't go anywhere, we would just rent a movie on the man or on pay-per-view and just cuddle and look at a movie. And, you know, I felt special, I felt important. But once, you know what I'm saying, years went, in, went by or whatever, and he felt like, okay, I, I've, I've done what I needed to do, she's good. You know, that's... So just, I mean, even talking about it now, that hurts. Like, don't do anything just to get me. Those things that you do, like, you need to continue to do those and continue to date me. Continue to make things, you know what I'm saying, interesting between us. You know, don't don't ever make me feel like I'm just sucking fiddle and I'm not important or whatever. Like, I know, you know, when it comes to relationships, it's a lot of work. And it does seem like in my past relationships, you know, 
the more I think about them and reflect on them, it does feel like I've given up. But when I've given up, trust and believe, it has not been without me saying over and over and over again what I needed to make things work. And even realizing some things on my end that I needed to work on to, you know, kind of meet in the middle of what my mates felt like they weren't getting from me. Because, again, like I said, I'm not perfect. I'm far from it. So, you know, of those relationships that I've left, you know, when I've left, it really has been because I was at wit's end. And I can't say it enough. My happiness. I would never compromise my happiness for nobody. I always tell my son, like, you know, happiness is priceless. And no one wants to live in this world and then they are miserable. No one wants to I mean, I can't say no one because there are some people. But most people, you know, it's very rare that you find somebody that doesn't want happiness, that wants to feel a life that's fulfilled with good moments and good memories and stuff like that. No one wants to just feel neglected or just stay just because. Now, I know there are some people that do because it's easier, you know what I'm saying, to have two incomes coming in. It's easier just to have somebody there. To me, I can give two fucks about any of that. If you're not emotionally connected to me, if you're not mentally, you know what I'm saying, mentally stimulating me and allowing me to grow, or anything like that, I don't need you there just to be a body to be there because guess what? I can be alone and be alone by myself with a peace of mind instead of being with somebody and still feeling alone. That is the worst feeling ever. That is the worst type of loneliness I feel, being with somebody and feeling alone. And like I said, I don't don't bring up my ex to bash him or to make him out to be any less of a person because he's a sweet person. But I had to realize over time he's not for me. You know, I'm too outgoing for the type, the way that he wanted to love me. I was too outgoing to give him the love that he needed in return, you know. And that's something that I've accepted. And because of that, I doubt that I would ever get into a relationship with somebody that's an introvert, somebody that's a homebody, somebody that, you know, is content with just, you know, sitting in the house all day and don't even have to turn on the TV or just kind of being by themselves. Like, for me, I know I know that now, and I, I'm grateful that I do know that now. You know, I'll be, I will be 40 in a few months, and I, I'm glad that I can go into 40 with my head held high, knowing that I am working to being the best me I can be, that I'm working to, you know, kind of regain and reclaim my complete and total um, sense of happiness. But I'm also excited about going into 40 with a better understanding of me and what I'm willing to accept in a relationship. In all five of those relationships, at some point I did compromise a lot of me and then get that in return. And I would never do that again, especially if I know I'm not getting the same in return from my partner. So when I look at all five of those relationships, they've taught me so much. And even if I didn't, through therapy and through just kind of reevaluating things um, now that I am coming out of the marriage, I look at all five of those relationships, and there are things in the past four relations that I didn't look at until now, or if I did, I look at them completely different now. So I feel like 
I'm going into 40 being a better version of myself, to be a better mate to the person that I that I meet. Like, I know that there's somebody out there for me. I just haven't found them yet. <laughs> I haven't, but I'm looking. I'm open. I am open. I really am because, like I said, by nature or whatever, I love love. I love companionship. I love you know what I'm saying, to be able to be with somebody, to nurture my maid, to spoil my maid. Um, I did another me date. I did one for Valentine's Day. I did another one um, this past weekend. And it would be amazing to be able to do that with somebody, you know, tell them, you know, get dressed, babe, and meet me at my place at this time. And I have, you know, everything just laid out for them. And we just have, like, a nice romantic dinner for two, good wine, good conversation, good music. Everything is smelling good. We're both looking good. Like, I live for moments like that. Like, I can't wait to have moments like that with somebody, and they appreciate it. You know, like, they genuinely appreciate it. I really do. I really do. Like, but I know, I know my time is coming, and, you know, like, you know, so, like, when my friends tease me and say, oh, you just need to put yourself out there. You know, find somebody, stop overthinking it. It's like, am I really overthinking it? Or am I really just at a point where I totally want what I want and I won't do anything until I get that? Well, with that said, I have ranted enough with you guys. I have reached my destination of picking up my prints. And like I said, I'll probably be back on here later crying about how broke I am after spending all of my money on him. But um, just kind of wanted to come on here, like I said, and just kind of share my thoughts on, you know, again, like I said, this is a way for me to um, journal and keep track of my thoughts as I venture through single life. But until we talk again, as always, be you, be fabulous, and be amazing.